0: Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for people we love, and that's probably you. My name's Chad Poe.
1: And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what's the word? Well, Lydia, our word is still
0: new, as in not old. Uh, Refreshed. Good stuff.
1: Brand new. Straight out of the package. Not new tires. A new car. Friends, we are so thankful you listen week after week. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen, because that helps us get more listens. So go tell your friends.
0: Tell your mom and them. That'd be great. Five stars only. When you talk to them though, we need nothing less than five. Anything less than five stars is a terrible, terrible way to treat us people who are not new friends. We are your old friends at this point. If you're a regular listener, five stars, five stars only.
1: Ed, you're up to a lot these days, and I would love for you to tell our friends all about your cohort, what you're doing, how you're helping pastors, church leaders in the church be better communicators. Tell us more. For me, uh,
0: being able to serve as a, a pastor to pastors is a big deal, and I've recently started to think through what it means to effectively communicate, uh, working through elements of efficient preparation and proficient presentation when you're on stage. So if you're a pastor, youth pastor, Bible communicator of any kind, and you want to be part of a Throughline cohort, I would love to interact with you at a website called ThruLineCohort.com, or you can message me on any of the social medias. At Chad Poe is typically how I function over there. What about you, Lydia? Are you through with Hallmark for the
1: Holidays? <laughs> the holidays are over, out with the old and with the 22 is what I like to say. New Ooh, new mean new year, new you. Yes. All the things. I feel like is 2022 over because I feel like we've hit all four seasons in middle Tennessee lately. Like we started off with like some snow, then we had some like tornado warnings. I feel like I've seen a lot of birds come out like spring and then it was like 70s and then we got ice capades and snow we probably got like six or seven inches of snow and then we got some flooding like all the snow was gone in a day and then we you know like it rained and thunderstormed. i'm like what is happening what is 22 what are you doing over there
0: snow is the strangest thing because as soon as it begins to drop even last year during the ice storm of 2021 here in uh, South Texas, my kids wanted to go play in ice, which is just as miserable as it sounds. <laughs> and once you've been in it for about seven minutes, everybody wants to come inside and you've got wet clothes to deal with. What if we could bypass that aspect? And we just said, let's celebrate what's outside on the inside <laughs> or Either or choose your own adventure or commit to being out there for two and a half to three hours. Right. While I sit inside and celebrate <laughs> what's on the outside. I don't yes. want to be out yes. in it. What else? So you said that there's a flood. Did you have flooding in your neighborhood in Lebanon, Tennessee?
1: Not in our neighborhood, but all around there was like flood warnings. We did have tornado uh watches. I mean, it's just been like like 2020 i feel like there's so much that has happened and we are only in our second week in january over here i'm like whoa it feels like time has just gone by so fast maybe, christmas was a year ago
0: maybe it's gonna peak early like omicron mm. 2022 the badness of it otherwise we can just call this 2020 null i'm out
1: I'm out. I I have heard rumored that people are saying it's 2020 T O O. Like, and I was like, no, we are not doing that. I'm not going back. Not going back. We're moving forward.
0: We are moving towards those faithful promises. Like Maverick city sings about for 11 to 12, (laughs) 13 minutes a song.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah. We've had, I mean, like 2021 ended very abruptly. We lost Betty white. That was very sad. Uh, 2022, we've lost, uh, Bob Saget. Um,
0: I, you, you mentioned Betty White and my heart. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my grandmother raised me, but even before she was always in my life, I was at her house every weekend because she lived two houses down from us. I was at her house every day and when I was 16, I moved in with her. But before that, we would watch the Golden Girls together, and there was lots of stuff that those ladies were saying that I didn't understand that was hilarious, tad bit crass for old ladies, but that's okay, and uh, (laughs) I've, man, Betty White.
1: I wasn't allowed to watch the Golden Girls, obviously, Um, so I don't really remember I mean, I've watched it as an adult now, and I'm like, oh, that's what Golden Girls, so I know what it is, but like when I was a kid, we had Sky Angel, which was Christian programming, and on there, (laughs) there was a show called um, Life with Elizabeth, and Betty White was in that, it was an old black and white show, and that was absolutely delightful, So so there you go. Have you
0: never watched an episode of the Golden Girls?
1: No, I have now as an adult, like I've seen it, but I, if, if I have the choice to watch like golden girls or anything else, I'm probably going to choose anything else. Cause I didn't like grow up with it. You know, I don't have that. It's like designing women. Have you ever seen that show? I'm not just turning on like designing women. I feel like it's I, in the same vein.
0: How dare you? You cannot compare designing women to the golden girls. <laughs>
1: that's in my brain though it's like all of these shows that i wasn't allowed to watch that have old people in it or like murphy brown like those all all of those shows in my head are like old older people watch them i'm not allowed to watch them and so i just never i i have no desire to watch
0: lydia you're an older person now you're not old but you are a a full-grown 34
1: year old woman
0: with children is murphy
1: brown on is there a way i can watch murphy brown and catch up on those those times that i missed
0: please do not bypass your ignorance of the golden girls (laughs) now there is a show that you do know a lot about it's full house yes and fuller house bob saget i was reading about bob the other day and i had no idea he was on a morning talk show
1: not, not like Wake Up San Francisco
0: on, the, on Full House? No, but he was on a morning talk show for CBS at one point of his career. Oh, I, I thought wonder, you were just talking about his character on Full House. <laughs> no, Danny Tanner, I wonder if they worked that element of his life into that. Maybe so.
1: That's because, brilliant. That's brilliant oh, writing right there.
0: I don't know if we've ever used brilliant writing in association with Full House, but we can. But, you know, when you look at those characters, if I'm not mistaken, you had Bob Saget, who had done morning talk show and stand up comedy and mm-hmm. part of an improv team. You have Dave Coulier, mm-hmm. who, uh, former boyfriend of Alanis Morissette, who she wrote songs about, who, Hello. you know, this this is truth, at least unsubstantiated, unsubstantiated solid rumors. He uh, was a comedian and he was a comedian on the show. And John Stamos, I believe he had musical history. And then you had all those children running around.
1: Yeah, he sang with the um Beach Boys. The Beach Boys, yeah, yeah.
0: Not the not the Beastie Boys. You gotta follow.
1: No, I was about to say the Blue Man Group. We've been watching a lot of Blue Man Group in the snow days, so. Uh, well,
0: that's different. We've gone. We
1: very different. What
0: What a myriad of options between the Blue Man Group, the Beastie Boys, <laughs> and the Beach Boys. <laughs>
1: Uh, I also, the, the first, like, I didn't watch a lot of Full House way early on, because obviously I was the same age as Michelle. So think of that in terms of, like, when it was airing. So I watched, you know, like, later in life. But I did watch AFV, or America's Funniest Home Videos. And I just remember, like, every, what, Sunday evening, we'd come home from church, we watch some AFV, and we'd see Bob Saget, and I'm like, oh, good old days.
0: Well, that was Bob's PG. But from what I understand he had some not so pg material as well.
1: Yeah, I have a friend that was like, I just miss Bob Saget and his, you know, like how clean of a actor and all of his stuff is and we were like, don't go digging for his stand up routines. Just remember just remember Full House and AFV. <laughs> or do
0: you do what you need to do people? But <laughs> I do love tributes. I read where, uh, Candace Cameron Bure, um, mm-hmm. you know, the things that she had to say about her, her childhood and even part of her, uh, adulthood with, with him and those other guys. I, I love to see things like that. I, you know, celebrating somebody's life and what you, what that person happens to mean to you.
1: I love that cast. Like, they had just a fun, solid cast. Like, it's fun to watch Fuller House, too, when they all, like, came back. And um, I think, like, going back to the days when I was uh, doing some video work with Adventure Now, like, just thinking of that cast and crew and how close we got, it was a lot of fun. And it was fun to come back for reunions and part two and three and all that kind of stuff. So.
0: Guys, I need you to know, Lydia just flexed on us off by letting us know <laughs> that she was part of a summer camp movie that was seen by thousands <laughs> and thousands of people. Uh, and she compared that to uh, being on full house. So <laughs> ha- how rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: gosh. You know, last week for us as the, the, the Poe family, we finally had our Christmas tree up. We took the kids to, uh Kilimanjaro actually it's called Kalahari the water park Mm -hmm. it's in the same vein as we mentioned of the Great Wolf Lodge or the uh the Wilderness Lodge that you see in Pigeon Forge slash Mm -hmm. Gatlinburg yep there were about 17 people there which is amazing I don't understand Because, I mean, this, there were 11 stories on this hotel with all kinds of rooms. And they, I kept asking people questions because I'm that person. So what do you do when it's full? People told me there, that they had, there were stories of people waiting two hours to check in. Oh, my stars. Absolutely not. No. there, There were stories. Of people waiting an hour in line, one hour in line to ride rides. My kids were walking to the top of the slide, sliding down and doing it again. Yeah. They're all the age now. Well, I will say this. They are all the age now and the height now where they can ride without the assistance of parents. Brilliant. So once we got Alder to where he was ready to zip down the slides, we were solid. I will yeah. say that it, it, lifeguards are an interesting bunch wherever you happen to be. If you go to the Lake Jackson Recreation Center, uh, my child asked me to, to leave the other day when we were swimming in the pool because they just kept blowing whistles at us because they have this rule that if you're six, you have to have the parent in the pool with you. So we're in there swimming and uh, I would throw him and they would blow the whistle or he would try and push up on the wall and they would blow the whistle. He's, can we just go? This is lame he didn't say lame but that was my heart there was a point (laughs) that when we got to the park where i had them measure alder and they held the little stick up that had a black piece of tape on it to say this is how tall a kid has to be and she yeah he can do everything but it was very subjective because he was right at the line and it depended upon on our very last day whatever lifeguard was standing at the top they Mm. decided they were they were the power broker in uh, marvel uh, cinematic universe terms because they would say oh yeah he's 47 and three inches and three quarters he can't ride this ride
1: as if oh. that quarter of an
0: inch is going to affect you
1: and that he hadn't been doing that the past couple of days too <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, like he's I, an experienced professional okay people Let where were you yesterday
0: is what i wanted to say
1: <laughs> but we <laughs>
0: slid down lots of slides and it was a good time a good time had by all i didn't slide as much i had a back injury
1: oh man my, my,
0: mysterious back injury uh <laughs> and uh but my kids were great my boys my older boys were really good for the most part that last day you know when when you tell people things like you want to leave them wanting more you want people to always <laughs> want more than less mm-hmm. and on the last day our closing day there they felt it and they were just a little bit of uh Tense kid interaction. But yeah, but my kids are great. So we had a good time. They're fun people. We had a really good time with our family. It, w- it was awesome.
1: Yeah. I, we haven't done a ton of traveling since the pandemic. My five year old today was even like, can we just go somewhere and stay in a hotel? Like, I just want to go sure. stay in a hotel because <laughs> we did that for Finn's birthday when he turned five, right before the pandemic kind of started. And I, they love that. They love for a birthday, spending one night in a hotel, eating, you know, hotel breakfast, playing in the pool and staying up way past their bedtimes, that kind of thing. So I was there like, we're, we're going to have to do it again. But we don't, we, we don't, we haven't done a lot of traveling.
0: In Chattanooga, there were they were building an embassy suites that had a Ruth Chris at the bottom.
1: And every day
0: that we would drive by, Shepard would look at it and say he wanted to stay there. And he wanted to go do something nice for the workers. He was four, maybe five. (laughs) So my wife sends me over there. Me. With my two little boys walking through a construction site with coffee and bagels. Just to say, hey, guys. This is from us. (laughs) They love hotel life. They love a free breakfast. Yep. They're into that kind of thing. Yep. Yep. What's your, so 2022, people begin to make plans moving forward. Yep. What you doing, Lydia?
1: Uh, we don't have a lot of plans. We had talked about maybe for spring break, uh, visiting some family and maybe during the summer or something, but nothing like too crazy. I mean, the dream is when Elsie turns five, we go to Disney like that's the dream. So we're saving up the money. We're talking about it. Hopefully in two years we get to go. Cause she turns three in like two weeks, man. We're almost there.
0: Today's Nelly's birthday charlie charlie turns 11 in at the end of january so
1: it's a big birthday month
0: it is it's heavy and then shepherd's birthday is in march we have one Mm -hmm. summer baby alder thomas poe you can tell because he's always living that summer break life
1: (laughs) Uh, some people they celebrate you know it's my birthday week it's my birthday month but hey a birthday season i love that
0: we just never stop buying gifts (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to ask you the same question. You got any big plans for 2022? What are you up to? You going anywhere, doing anything? You know,
0: I, I've got some speaking stuff here, there, everywhere. I get to visit with some family and friends soon. Uh, also have, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, though. There's not much. Like, we, we don't really live in a world where travel takes place as much anymore. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to be around crowds. I didn't want to be around crowds before there was a pandemic. I like to be with my people, whoever my people are, but the idea of being at a park with a bazillion people, when you look at the, you know, if you're on Disney, you mentioned Disney when you're on their app, it'll tell you if the crowd's an eight, nine or a 10, I don't want to be two, three. (laughs) That's what I want.
1: Zero. (laughs) Well, speaking of traveling, um, uh, the amazing race. One of our favorite shows is back on TV. I, I would die. I could never do the show, but I love to watch the show. So like, I think Josh would be really great at it. And people would be like, would you take Lydia? And I was like, no, he would never take me. Like he would take one of our friends because I would be the worst at, yeah, he could, you could, you guys could go together because I'm not going on that trip.
0: Ah, so I've watched one season of The Amazing Race, but I have always appreciated what our good friends at CBS do with their uh, reality shows. I, I'm not a big brother fan. The The granddaddy of them all is Survivor. I've w- I watched multiple seasons of Survivor. There was a point where I was meeting with a group of people and we watched Survivor. We would have Survivor parties, Survivor themed parties. I have filled mm. out the application for for Survivor multiple times, but I've not done it recently because when you get to around, you know, th- there came a point where I thought I, I would have to be more outwit and out. <laughs> but when <laughs> you say outwit on that show, that's not me being more snide and, and comical than other people. It's, mm. you, yeah, anyway.
1: When you throw your back at a water park, then it's probably like, could you make it in Survivor?
0: I believe I could, and I don't appreciate your tone, but.
1: <laughs> I I do love reality shows. I think you're right, though. Survivor is, like, the the top tiered. I, I, I just know so many people who love the show. Um, I love Jeff. I love the whole community, and I love how they, like, bring people back. And I do love what CBS does, where they, like, will cross different, like, these people are from big brother, but they bring them on to survivor or these people are. Those from... people
0: from big brother were not made to be on survivor. <laughs> no, As they weren't.
1: Whole, <laughs> so. I, I, yes.
0: I think that if you've been on survivor, you can do any of the other
1: shows. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. What so Maybe somebody, except for big brother.
0: One of the challenges that I always ask people about is if you, there's one where you, something to the uh, extent of, okay, we're putting a pole in the middle of the water and you just got to stand there. It's kind of a mental challenge, but why mm-hmm. whoever can stand there the longest wins, but this is one of the last ones. And they'll mm-hmm. bring stuff out like, Oh, um, things that pizza. You would, uh, yeah. Pizza. Would you jump off the pole for pizza? So let me ask you this, Lydia, you've been out in the survivor oceans for 36 days. Mm-hmm. In the water, not in the ocean, but you've been out. You know what I mean? I don't want you
1: to just. Yeah, in the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You've been on the island for 36 days. You're standing on the pole. You've made it that far. Congratulations. hmm mm-hmm. What do they have to bring out for you to jump off the pole and forego immunity?
1: Oh, well, I, uh, probably nothing. Let because... me give you some
0: options. <laughs> okay. If they were to bring out a Reese's cup would you jump off the pole? No. no. If they were to bring out a cheeseburger, would you jump off the pole? No. Pizza.
1: I mean, it might be like pizza or Chick-fil-A or something like that. But honestly, if I'm thinking about it though, like I would have to have such a strong social game to make the jump. And I just don't trust other people enough where I feel like they would protect me. Even in a, in a circumstance where they're like, we love you, Lydia, we love you. It's a game. And the minute you take off of your guard, that's when they get you and they boat you off the island.
0: What if, what if Jeff had the Chick-fil-A delivered by Josh?
1: <sighs>
0: or your children?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'd probably say I, I'll i just go home now. I, I would see them and then I just want to go with them. I wouldn't want to stay. I'm like, ah, forget the millions. It's fine. I'm mm. gone. Peace out. Ugh. What about you? I don't really know.
0: In my head, I think I could say no to whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But When you've not seen your family for a long time, that's just what you want to do. You want to see your family.
1: Yeah. I'm like food. Forget it. Like, but if I start seeing my family.
0: I say all of this, but I just restarted my fitness pal and I am trying to work (laughs) in my head around, you know, how do I, how do I add an Oreo to today?
1: (laughs) All right. So I got a quiz for us. It's on buzzfeed.com. How far would you make it in Survivor? Survivor is a tough game. Could you beat it? Great. Let's take this quiz. All right. The first question, you come to the tribe, you see a power group forming. What do you do? Form your own group, join them, stay in the middle, separate yourself from the group and look for an idol. Oh, that's tough. I
0: joined the power group. Okay. Look, on this show, immunity is so helpful and beneficial, but real immunity is being part of the large group and being yep. and, and being close enough to the people within the large group to, to swing to another group and know that you're going with them. So
1: yep. I would join the yep. large group. Yeah, I... I mean, I said stay in the middle because immediately when that big group starts turning on each other, you don't want to be like a name and a face that's been very powerful in that group because you're the first one that they kind of go after when there's like unrest within the group. So I'm kind of just staying in the middle. I'm not necessarily forming my own group or joining them or ostracizing myself by looking for idols because everybody can tell. You didn't just go down to the water. You're looking for, we know where you are. We know that you're not with everybody.
0: This is why you get voted off, Lydia. You don't make it to Josh bringing you a kale salad from (laughs) Chick-fil-A. I'm the first one out. She's weak. She's weak. All right. Question number two. I on adventure now.
1: (laughs) You get your hands on an immunity idol. What do you do? Put it around your neck and show it off. Say nothing and keep it hidden. Show it to your allies. Hide it again.
0: You say nothing and you keep that hidden.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Never tell anybody. Because that's that's when you get in trouble. You start showing it off. The, I don't like it when they go and hide it again because people will find it.
0: That's what my grandmother told me. You start getting in trouble mm. when you show it off. So don't do that. <laughs>
1: All right. Next question. Who do you vote out first? The flipper, the intense player, the unfit player, or the floater?
0: Well, I feel, I feel seen when we mention the unfit player, unless we're talking about unfit. I I feel like I'm mentally fit for this. I feel. Okay. Okay. But I don't love high end intensity. So, if you're getting on my nerves, you go into the house. If I have any say so with this group that I've formed as I have hidden my immunity idol.
1: Yep. Yeah. Same. I have seen this time and time again over in the Big Brother arena. It's not necessarily immunity idols, but they're like voting people off and it's they don't know each other that first, second week. And so they're just trying to find anything. That is annoying to get it out of the house.
0: Who aggravates me. That's who's leaving.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I don't like flippers either. So I think like that's a close second because I don't, I can't trust you. But yeah, definitely.
0: I don't understand when people get mad when you lie on Survivor. Look, I'm anti-lying. huh mm-hmm. But if you are playing a board game and the point of the board game is to convince people of something that is untrue nobody gets mad and says you're such a liar i can't believe you play this game they mm-hmm. realize you're playing that you're playing a game yeah if i'm going into survivor i realize i'm playing a game mm-hmm. and i don't understand why everyone else can't realize that look i understand that you have abs but we are playing a game and <laughs> for me to get rid of you and your eight pack ricky <laughs> yep <laughs> i've got to work through some things i've got my advantages you've got your advantages let's see whose advantages
1: are outlast
0: outwit yeah. outplay okay that's my thoughts
1: well and like too i'm not gonna be conniving and like A terrible person when I play. So like, if I'm on the amazing race, I'm not purposely saying, Oh, you're supposed to go this way when I'm, I'm going this way, you know, like, I'm not gonna lie to them in that regard. But I'm also not saying I have an immunity idol. I have this or that that's helping me along. No, I'm just I'm keeping that I'm hiding it in my heart. I'm moving forward. They don't need to know. I'm also not giving them clues and helping them in their game. Like, I'm here to win it for me and my game.
0: Okay, Lydia, what's most important to you of the following four qualities? Is it trust, fitness, intelligence, or social skills?
1: Okay, when it comes to the game, I feel like people with the social skills have the best advantage. Yes. If I know
0: everybody a little bit and I got a few people, I know a lot. I think I can make it further. Yeah. Yeah. I say all of this and then I realize the number of people in my life who I'm the moment I get to know them, I'm, I'm ready to be their best friend. Mm. So, but It, it does
1: take trust. It does take trust as well. But honestly, if you have a solid social game, and you play the game well, then people will bring you along even if you're not fit, even if you're not smart.
0: The thing about social skills is you surround, if you have solid social skills, emotional intelligence, you know your own weak spots, and you surround yourself with people who are intelligent, who are trustworthy, and who are fit, and then you deal with those fools as the time goes.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. All right. Your tribe is losing a challenge. What do you do? Yell at them. Tell them to do better. Encourage them to try their hardest. Take matters into your own hands or give up.
0: I would encourage them to try their hardest because the the rest of these seem like like you would be the intense, annoying human that I have chosen not to be when I'm on a Mm -hmm. show where I get to live.
1: If this wasn't Survivor. If this wasn't Survivor, this was a group project in high school. I would take matters into my own hands. But because this is Survivor and I am unfit to be on a show in that particular, I'm not running marathons. I'm not very strong. I'm just gonna encourage the junk out of everybody. I'm just like blowing joy and happiness to everybody, being kind and saying you can do it because I can't. I can't move those puzzle pieces because I'm weak.
0: At this point, you are covered in mosquito bites. You've not worn shoes in months. Mm -hmm. I think the mosquito bites or the shoelessness would bother me more than anything.
1: The shoelessness for sure, especially in all that rain and the sogginess of the mosquitoes are terrible. I am
0: a mosquito (sighs) magnet. I live in a place where mosquitoes live 11 and a half months of the year. So, yeah, I, I get bit up really good. But I think if I were to shift my diet some, which Survivor would do, they would probably not bother me as bad, but maybe because they, all those people get eaten up by weird bugs. That's true. That's true. You've made it to the finals. It's just you and me. Mm-hmm. We're the last two, Lydia, somehow. Oh, jeez.
1: <laughs> we outwitted them. <laughs>
0: oh, yes. What is your finale speech about? Mm-hmm. Is it gameplay, your family, your fellow players, or your life struggles?
1: I mean, if it's a comedy stand up routine, it's my gameplay. But let's be honest, I would not be good at any of those challenges. I'm not a great swimmer, I can't climb anything. So, um, I mean, it would be my show struggles. Um, I probably like, yeah, my family would be everything, but if I'm, it's a speech about the show and what it took to get there, I'm going to, again, I'm encouraging my fellow players. I'm going after the money and I am going to say everyone else.
0: Yes. That got me here. I'm going to let you know that I'm grateful you were with me and I'm going to let you know why I was part of you being voted off. Lydia, yes. you, I mean, here on the show, you were so, so encouraging. And I was really worried that if it, if it came down to me and you, they would like you more. So I made sure we voted you off in round seven.
1: <laughs> yep, exactly. That's exactly. That's fellow, a nice way of saying I'm getting you off. Cause you could win.
0: I don't want you to win. Okay. No. Here's how what. far'd you make it, Chad? well, According to BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. I should go ahead and apply to be on Survivor because it tells me that I won. You played well. You made all the right alliances. Congratulations.
1: Well, BuzzFeed tells me I would win. <laughs> I won. I, would I think we should apply.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> we are podcast hosts of a, of a podcast that's listened <laughs> to by a few people. Our friends, family, (laughs) fans of the show. Yes. Yes. Mm, Well, let's see if we should think through being, uh, applying for Survivor in the year of our Lord 2020 now. So one of my goals has always been to be on Survivor. Lydia, this is the time of year where people are, we're really week one into, we're really, you know, entering into, am I really going to keep up with these resolutions? Are you a resolution person?
1: Oh, no, no. I've, in past, I've made resolutions or goals. And I feel like day two, I'm always like, ah, forget it. I'll never achieve that goal. I'll never achieve that revolution, (laughs) resolution. Uh, Cause I just, uh, and then you feel so defeated and you're going into a new year, like already so, so sad. So defeated. So, you know, so this year I have a word. A word of the year. Word of the year. Tell me more about that. Yeah. In years past I've done this too, where um I just pray about like a weakness that I may have or uh something that I feel like the Lord is encouraging me to to work out or you know, do better. Um I lean into the fruit of the spirit pretty heavy the past couple of years. So um my work for this year is joy. So I am trying to find joy in all circumstances no matter what's going on i've encouraged the kids we're finding different ways to find joy we're list, we have a playlist about joy and rejoicing um no matter what what is thrown our way or what's going on so a little terrified about what 2022 i mean we've come this far we are you know first weekend and we've experienced all of these things so bring on the joy <laughs> this is
0: the time of year where everyone is working through what they're going to do moving forward. And I I always come back to what we read in Micah chapter six, verse eight. Uh, There's this whole passage in Micah where the nation of Israel is wrestling with, okay, God, you have addressed our shortcomings. What should I do? And, And they begin to build this thing. Should I, offer burnt offerings? Should I offer you a year old calf? Should I offer you a thousand rams or uh, so many streams of oil? And then there's this, it comes to this culmination where it says, should I offer the firstborn of my body for the sin of my soul? Which for those of us who trust in Jesus, we don't have to offer our firstborn because God has offered his firstborn for us. Then Micah closes, and he says this in chapter 6, verse 8. The Lord speaking through the prophet Micah says, He's shown you, O mortal, what is good and what the Lord requires of you, to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. I come back to this passage regularly whenever I'm thinking about what's going, what I'm going to do moving forward. As much as we can figure out, okay, what should our word be? What should our thing be? What should our plan be? I never want to lose sight of what God has taught me that I should be doing, that we should be doing. And that would be to act justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with him. Uh, The idea of reflecting the loving kindness, mercy of God. So while you're thinking through your word of the year and you're choosing joy and you're figuring out how many Bible reading plans you're going to do, remember, this is what God has told us to do. This is who he's told us to be. Lydia, this has been a good time uh, here on the Hold On Podcast. Can you let our friends know where they can stay in touch with us?
1: We are at Hold On Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at Hold On Pod on Facebook, and go check us out on our Facebook group.
0: Thanks so much to Megan at Megan's Mickey Dream Vacations for uh, her support of our podcast. And if you are a pastor youth pastor, teaching pastor, college pastor, Bible communicator of any kind, I would love for you to participate with us in three-line cohorts. Three-line cohorts do everything we can to help you become more efficient in your preparation and proficient in your presentation as you get messages ready. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye.